हुआ तुम मार्स में भी किसी को ले जाके वहाँ पे गाना शूट करते हो पिक्चर में लव स्टोरी बट शुड भी लहा के गया है भाई वो जाके मोहब्बत करके है अगर ये वहां can i pull it off all my all of that you have to comprise in 5 minutes and say yes or no hello welcome to where we talk about films a podcast where where will we talk about films my name is vidar joshi i'm your host and today's episode is about cinematography how a written word is translated onto the screen and uh, for that we have with us of course mr jay oza as you read in the title so with his knowledge about cinematography and my overexposed camera let's let's begin let's start so there's this quote i read by abbas kirasami which said that films like people don't see life until it's put, put inside a frame and i guess that's what cinema is about like encapsulating the life of a character inside a frame and then delivering that to the audiences so today to understand the craft behind creating these frames the craft of cinematography we have with us one of the finest cinematographers working in the industry he's the man behind the beautiful frames you see in raman raghav gali boy ghoul blackmail and so many more today we have with us mr jay oza thank you so much for coming sir how are you thank you for having me over i'm very very good uh, little tired in fact yesterday after almost uh, 14th march was when i finished mm-hmm. tufan okay and uh, yesterday i finally went on a set and i shot uh, we shot a commercial yesterday so after okay. really long i united with my team and did did what i do because for four months in this lockdown i actually had stopped uh, behaving thinking and feeling like a cinematographer <laughs> uh, because i had just finished a film which was which was going on for really long mm-hmm. so i was tired so actually i took this time off as my vacation in, in lockdown and uh, honestly i didn't see content i didn't see films i did not uh, consume a lot of visual content because mm-hmm. i was like i just want to take a break so huh. yesterday i went on set and finally did what i did and it was really uh, i was really nervous you know because uh, i had i'd not done and i when i went for the tech break i was not able to think like mm-hmm. a cinematographer i was not able to work at the way mm-hmm. and function talking uh-huh. visuals and uh, yeah it took me some time to get there and but yeah it was fun so little tired but doing amazing man it's always great to be back on camera my my first question is about the set that uh, how do you manage to create so much of entertaining content for instagram stories while being on set and creating the beautiful you know, frames you are creating <laughs> uh to be honest uh i i have a lovely team i work with which has its own story like mm-hmm. i was an assistant under under ayan ka boss uh, and that's where i met abdul and all these boys and okay. i was a light boy under them huh. and eventually things you know moved on in life and i remember that one day when i i got i, I was shooting some Uh, promo for a Sony television mm-hmm. uh, series, kind of my initial jobs I was getting. Mm-hmm. So I was saying yes to whatever I was getting to get hands on camera. I go to the location, and Abdul was standing there, and he's like, "Hey, you, who is assisting you?" And I'm like, "I'm my DP. I'm your guardian." So it's been yeah, eight years he's been with me, uh, including Mane, who came on uh-huh. 24, and I have a fantastic team. And uh, uh, there's so much of fun stuff happens, and I also when I when i started spending so much time on set mm-hmm. doing what you do i realized there's so much that goes into making a yeah. frame right yeah, yeah. and people don't really know what happens and how it happens and who are these people who make it mm-hmm. eventually very mm-hmm. rarely even if you today go in a cinema hall only a filmmaker will sit through the entire yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what i mean yeah, yeah yeah so so i was like you know because that's also because uh, if you look at any of the making of of a films it's never mm-hmm. about the making of mm-hmm. the film they are promoting the films you only have actors talking you know you have directors talking and all the directors also feel like we don't really make making off so people do not know what goes behind I making of a film and of course that doesn't give i don't i don't know i don't think that people have to on basis of that have to trash a film or not trash but i'm like just people do not know what all effort goes into a film and when i i was on set and i i just noted that so much of stuff goes in and there's so much of fun that happens you know and there's so much of 
just things happening around me. So mm-hmm. I just randomly started capturing it. And I used to just put random captions on it. And I, and I suddenly started having this massive following of uh, filmmakers uh, wanting to be filmmakers who are enjoying. And they said, you yeah. know, it's, it's so much fun to know what is happening mm-hmm. and to know people who are making mm-hmm. what is, who make, you know, because eventually if I get the award, people know me, but mm-hmm. uh, I'm not the person... Yeah. yeah, I'm not the only one who made those frames. Yeah, yeah. There were like a bunch of so many people who's so many years of experience, knowledge, effort, mm. sweat, blood, souls, energy has gone into it. Mm-hmm. I go and receive the award. but mm. So I just wanted to celebrate that and that's what I started doing, you know, and uh, nice. just having fun with it and not taking anything so seriously. And uh, yeah, it's just, it's just basically showing what uh, I experience on a daily basis that mm-hmm. it's it stressful because our profession is also very stressful, you know, when yeah, you're on yeah, a set yeah. and there's always pressure. Yeah. But I always feel that you, you, you have to have fun doing what you do, you know, mm. because eventually that's the point because it's the most collaborative art form, filmmaking. Mm. And everyone's little, little effort really eventually matters on the screen. Mm. And, you know, if you as a filmmaker can really notice all of that tiny things and how a morning chai can mm-hmm. affect your first shot. <laughs> the dada who's making your chai. You know, so even those tiny minute details and uh, yeah, I think I just have to celebrate everyone who, who who's who's a filmmaker or a part of the community and that's mm-hmm. what I do with my stories. Beautiful. So how did it start? Why films? Like how did you like enter into films and why? What appealed to you to like start making films? Like start? Uh, honestly, I was uh, as a kid, uh, I do remember uh, just watching normal television. As a kid, I remember Sundays was Mahabharat. Uh-huh. That was the only day as a kid we used to be allowed to have chai. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, so I have seen normal television, you know, I was, I'm not much of a reader. So I was not uh-huh. into books or comics uh-huh. either. Uh, but I used to sketch a lot and all of that. So then eventually after 12th, I was like, what do I do? I was not really sure about what I wanted to do. So I ran, ended up giving a lot of exams. I knew that I didn't want to stay in Baroda. I wanted to go out of Baroda and, you know, uh-huh. experience the hostel life and, so I was in clear I gave National Defense Academy, NIFT, NID, FTII, IHM, uh-huh. eventually I joined fine arts, then I went to Delhi uh, to study outside, did not get it there, came back to fine arts, whatever. And in my third year of studying art history and aesthetics, my sister had joined cinema uh, okay. after her studying and that's how I got to know about the world. And from whatever stories I heard from her, I just enjoyed the process. You know? mm-hmm. I just hearing the stories of set was very intriguing. So I was not a cinephile or I was not a, you know, a kid mm-hmm. who was grown up watching a lot of cinema. Mm-hmm. So I was not aware of this art form. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, that's where I got to kind of get my first internship uh, on Rangde where I was just actually told to watch, like, come and see how it happens. Mm-hmm. And I did that and somewhere one uh, PA had to go back home of certain family okay. emergency and then I kind of filled in issues mm-hmm. and that's how the process started. So for me, okay. I, uh, I really got to know about filmmaking once I really started it, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and that's when I really enjoyed the process of seeing there's so many people coming together to create one thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that really kind of, I enjoyed it because in one day you would meet people from different parts of society, mm-hmm. Uh, uh, from different backgrounds, uh, you know, economic, everything, mm-hmm. structure, society, everything coming together, but they all think alike when mm-hmm. they come at 7 o'clock in the morning. So that 7 a.m. to 7 p.m., they all think alike and they all think that. Mm-hmm. And that was really beautiful for me and I enjoyed the person. I'm very outgoing. I, I'm, I'm a very physical person. I like mm-hmm. physical activity. So I think uh, that's when I, uh, I started and as an AD, I worked for quite some time and Working as an AD is when I got to know about the camera and how camera teams work. And Mm -hmm. that is where my interest uh, started inclining. And I also understood that being studying art history and aesthetics for four years as my Mm -hmm. graduation in MSU Fine Arts, uh, I was just used to seeing a lot of art. And while I was studying, because we studied from prehistoric art to the contemporary Mm -hmm. art in four years. Mm -hmm. And all art forms, architecture, sculpture, paintings, murals, Mm -hmm. everything, everything, uh, Mm -hmm. civilizations. 
And in uh, when in my third year, when I was we, when we were studying Dutch Flemish paintings, and when we came to chiaroscuro, hmm. is where my eyes were really attracted to the way those paintings were. They were all single source lighting, uh-huh. and that's when I think I traced back and I'm into visuals, and that's when I said I do because I, I cannot be honest. I'm not uh-huh. much of a reader writer. Uh-huh. Writer zero. I can, all I can write is hi, I'm Jay Oza. <laughs> uh, so that's when being a director and knowing what all it takes to mm. be a director and the process mm-hmm. because I worked on the film uh, and I continued to work as an AD. I did production for Amazing Race and because of those experiences is when I realized that I think I'm more of a visual person. So mm-hmm. I want to shift to cinematography. Mm. Uh, being said that at that point of time it was very difficult to shift to cinematography because all celluloid. So you know DPs also yeah, wanted yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, FTI pass out. So students yeah. who have studied science, because there was a lot of science, you know, mm-hmm. celluloid, you have to wash it. There's a lot of physics, chemistry involved in the art form itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was very difficult for me to shift and everyone had their own teams, you know. So I, at that point of time, thought maybe studying might help because even I have a basic degree, people will know at least what they know. Then we can train someone mm-hmm. as compared to training someone. So that was my thought process. And that's how I eventually decided to go study. And then I came back and then shifted to cinematography. Okay. So for me, if I say filmmaking, filmmaking happened to me, uh, I would say by chance. Mm-hmm. And then once I got to know, I just fell in love with the process. Uh, in turn, falling in love, in mm-hmm. love with the art form. So for me, I fell in love with the process before I fell in yeah, love with yeah, the art yeah. form. Yeah. So you were studying fine arts, as you said. That uh, so paintings are basically the initial way of telling a story visually. So sure. how much sure. that influences your aesthetic, visual aesthetic, right now? As a as a DP. very much and very very much because as you said no because mm-hmm. they are still images and mm-hmm. uh, you know we were we were to, we had to write and break it down and mm-hmm. you know so I have spent hours and hours feeling this is what is this boring job am I doing mm-hmm. I didn't want to study this and all sitting in an archive but just because I was in an art school mm-hmm. I was just because you were just in, interacting with all my friends one was a sculptor someone a painter mm-hmm. someone's a graphic artist and you are in that community of artists mm-hmm. you know. Though art historians uh, uh, department was the you know all the PhD doctor uh-huh. types and I was the only one who was like on the concept project. But just staring staring at a visual, constantly staring mm-hmm. at a visual and mm-hmm. observing it was my training. Mm-hmm. And also seeing how with if in a still image painters would say an entire story of an era of yeah. ten years or a you know exactly. like there's mm-hmm. so many minute detailing which mm-hmm. you when you look you will see mm-hmm. at. Uh, so I think that was the basic thing. So even today, when I look at uh, cinematography, I think how even if you pause, uh, you don't, you you watch something with mute, mm. your camera should have certain so, able of yeah. ability to say the story. <laughs> you know, it's not about making things look good. And mm-hmm. over the period of time, I learned that cinematography is not about making things yes. look good. And that's when I started started contemplating and putting back my experience of college days of how understanding paintings, mm-hmm. light, how light they set story, how a still could say so much a story. Yeah. When you get the power of making that into 24 stills into mm-hmm. one second, you just have immense more power. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, that comes with immense respons- uh, responsibility as well. Mm-hmm. So I think for me, it's always about storytelling. Mm-hmm. Then comes, does it look good or not? Because okay. if, 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 if you're not able to say the story, uh-huh. then making it look good or bad is too, let's not decide that, but we should mm-hmm. just we be able to say a story. So today also, every time I attempt is to say where if you get a text over script, how through camera without overpowering, can I push this text or mm-hmm. whatever the action the actors are doing, the emotions, mm-hmm. how can I genuinely convey that in, a, uh, in the best possible way for the audience to absorb and feel the same way that the director, he or she or the actors are trying to do. Mm-hmm. And how camera can enhance it, and it's funny and amazing how I learned over the film how a simple lens, you know, like lensing, the uh-huh. distance between your uh-huh. lens and the subject mm-hmm. can, or how long you hold a shot, or where your camera is, can just can enhance and do so many things. So I'm mm-hmm. totally now exploring and learning that that thing of how Process, yeah. uh, the power of camera, how the power mm-hmm. of visuals, you know, how mm-hmm. you can say or not say, and it's always not about what you're showing. Hmm. Camera is also a lot about what you are not showing yeah, yeah. in filmmaking. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot, many times you can say a very powerful message or a very powerful, or you can convey things more strongly by not showing. showing yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. For example, like in Raman Raga, when we were making the film, Anurag came up and he's like, you know, there's. When I read the script, mm-hmm. there was so much of 
blood bath in it and i got mm. really excited i was like i want to shoot a blood bath <laughs> and when i was discussing with anurag he's like so basically all that action in this written in the script is, is all going to be off camera <laughs> i'm like what do you mean by off camera he's like wo dikhayenge nahi hum i'm like nahi itna acha likha kaise bhi dikhayenge yaar he's like no i want this film to go in cinema and everyone will be able to watch it which is very interesting process hmm. also you know so if you look at raman raga all hmm. the violence happens off camera off but camera, you still yeah. feel the gore, yeah, yeah, yeah. gore of it you know yeah, yeah, yeah. and because you haven't seen it it hmm. scares you more more like because i got caught so much imagination it, it's me yeah we got we got sleepless nights because that hmm. you haven't seen what the character did but you saw his intention yeah. that's freaky yeah, yeah, yeah. you don't need to see but wo khali ek aadmi sath tak ja sakta karta hai that with that is was and it was and that's what you know you learn when you work with uh, directors like this and hmm. you know i literally argued with i was excited ki yaar blood pot camera mein kya dikhega we so much fun to light it and do it and uh, he was like you know believe me jail work uh-huh. and uh, yeah it it does beautifully you know and yeah. so as i said it's a lot of lot a lot about storytelling with camera comes so about what you are not showing mm. as compared to what you're showing sure. yeah so uh, uh, as you said that uh, you started noticing the single source light in the paintings and things like that and in the a lot of films we see that paint, uh, cinematographers and filmmakers recreate these paintings like uh, in inherent inherent vice there was this last supper was recreated or multiple like in psycho it was the house by the railroad so is there a particular painting which influenced you so much that you you wish that okay i get an opportunity to recreate this or something like that no to be honest the whole concept of chiaroscuro is what got me single mm-hmm. source you know where if you look at the dutch flemish paintings and they were like like single source lit and how mm-hmm. uh light falls and to be honest i also uh when i started as a dp the first worry was meko lighting aayega ki nahi aayega because jab hum set pe rehte ho jab main assistant bhi tha jab set pe dekhte ho samajh bhi nahi aata ek mm-hmm. light lagaya tha और उसके सामने 50 कटर है तो मतलब कौन सा लाइट किधर पहुंच रहा है सो इट्स वेरी कंफ्यूजिंग व्हेन यू सी यू नो व्हाट आर पीपल डूइंग सो आई वाज वेरी नर्वस एंड व्हेन यू कम फ्रॉम अ फिल्म स्कूल यू नो दे दे टीच यू थ्री पॉइंट लाइटिंग की बैक फिल ये तो वो डर रहता था तो पहली बार आई आल्सो देन ओवर द पीरियड ऑफ टाइम स्टार्टेड ट्रेनिंग माइसेल्फ टू लाइक द वे आई सी थिंग्स ओके यू नो फॉर मी and also chaos chaos also like mere i still like the way ki bhai agar yahan se window to yahan se light aayegi agar wo actor peeche khada hai to uska shakal pe jo bounce aayega wo aayega then you tweak it as per what you how what is the sensitivity of your subject but my basic lighting still today is very much from how i experience light uh, myself in my life and what i see and how i see and how aesthetically i like to see images that's why i like contrast i like to see contrast images if you see my work is has a certain level yeah, of contrast yeah, yeah. people say he shoots only grunge but that's huh. the kind of work i've got uh, even no, if i do uh, uh, yeah you so that was that exactly the reason because yeah so i wanted to have contrast in there also but mm-hmm. and that is the reason i picked up made in heaven because i'd only done grunge and yeah. uh, i wanted to do a different genre but at the same point of time even if you sit in your house huh. uh, you could be in the poshest of your house but the way light falls there's you ch- i just don't like I know. I I just like mm-hmm. shadows in my life, and I say if there's no shadow, there's no light for me at mm-hmm. least. Uh, uh, but but Sorry. for me, I for me, I think uh, I don't know if there's any specific artwork I would want to uh, recreate or influences me massively. But I would say I would give it to Kuros Kuros as a as a study of light, which was my beginning of interest of understanding light and. and as I, as 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 now as of now i'm still learning i'm still exploring every project okay. is 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 a different yeah, yeah. challenge every thing is a different thing so i think i'm i'm still exploring in my in 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 forms of uh lighting and understanding mm-hmm. lighting but i i try to keep it to something that i personally experience yeah, yeah. myself okay interesting that you mentioned that because my next question is somewhat related like recently saw i gurudat's pyasa and in that right. there is a scene where like the conversation is going on and during that sim- uh, same shot the lighting changes and the characters are now into a silhouette which goes from a really really realistic place to very expressionism kind of a zone and what you said that uh, you like to light very realistically ki yahan se light aa raha hai and then bounce hoke jitna character pe aayega utna theek hai so what is your take on that like con- like tra- uh, shifting from realism to expressionism in the in just 
Yeah. For sure, and that is the best thing that you could do. Uh, as you know, that's the tool that we have, mm-hmm. and that's what I keep telling my assistant sometimes. That we will show you what we will show. Ah, nice. You know, so, as nice. as public will see what we will show. Ah, because sometimes they come and question me, or they will ask me this. So, we will ask you why. If you are confidently showing it, then ah. you know. But you I, you always have to. I also really also have to have a a, a backing to it okay. that you have in your head and that convinces you. Mm-hmm. And again, because it's an art form, you do shift from that, and you have to shift because eventually, what are you doing? You are taking your viewer into a surreal world that yeah. doesn't really exist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you are taking them from their real world uh-huh. and taking them out of that comfort to a new comfort or discomfort. Mm. And I do not believe that you only have to comfort the audience. Even if it is discomfort, do mm-hmm. it with so much honesty that you mess up that person yeah. for a reason. So uh-huh. for that creative choice, for that expression, and to express a certain way, and if mm-hmm. that requires that, for sure, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, and I do manipulate light uh, uh, in uh, a lot of ways to get that certain feeling, mm-hmm. uh, to to accentuate an emotion or underline certain things mm-hmm. which are maybe not very realistic. But okay. I say you, I try to do it in a way where it's so subtle that it doesn't, it doesn't. yeah, jerk you. Uh-huh. Like if it if you question it, mm-hmm. that means. Like that's why. Like if for me, if someone comes and says, "Jay, camera work, boy, chup," that means somewhere all of us in the film has somewhere we've not. I'm mm-hmm. not making my show real. <laughs> so as for me, I do not. If my my work gets announced, then it is an alarming situation that you mm-hmm. have overdone yourself. Oh, because yeah, somewhere nice. it needs to. Your your work also needs to work for the film. Mm-hmm. You know, as an like, artist, you're so does it film. need that change? Yeah. Does it need that change? Will uh-huh. that extreme work? Sometimes the extremes work beautifully. Sometimes they do not because then they look overtly designed. Because uh-huh. Abhijit, why are you doing this? So I think that is a very thin line. That uh-huh. I think it's all about your personal sensibilities and your uh-huh. personal sensitivities uh-huh. in collaboration with your creator uh-huh. director. That you take it to where you want to take it. But I think that is for me when when in, when I say realism, I don't only do not stick to it. When I uh-huh. have to, I do create surreal. But also in the surrealism, I try to do in a very convincing way that it looks. See, you can go here. For example, when I Plot shot Ghoul, the, the 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 reason I did Ghoul was because I felt uh, horror genre in this country was not explored that much, and yeah. I wanted to do it. And mm-hmm. for me, that was completely a new setup. Uh, so we tried to create surreal things, but make it look real. That this can be possible. Plausible, not yeah, tum, like not exactly. मार्स में भी किसी को ले जाके वहां पे गाना शूट करते हो पिक्चर में लव स्टोरी बट शुड बी लहा के गया भाई वो जाके मोहब्बत करके आया If it's not written that hmm. way, and you overtly camera-wise take it, then I feel it mismatches. So yeah. also the content has to be written that way for hmm. you to visualize and hmm. take it that place. Okay, so that's uh, what I feel, and that's the kind of work I have done so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another thing about your work that, uh, like, usually in films, like characters go through an external journey, but if there is also an internal journey going on inside the character, and sometimes saying it out loud is not something what the filmmaker chooses. So. in your collaboration right. with the director how what are the tools and uh, as a cinematographer you have and how do you externalize what the character is feeling internally like just give an example like this character is feeling a certain way and these are the tools i have so what's your approach towards that uh for me it always is about uh, first of all understanding where the director hmm. he or she is coming from in terms of what they want to say through a particular scene or a particular narrative okay. after that uh, a lot changes once the actors come on board you know because okay. they then bring the life to those ideas mm-hmm. you know aap aapne aur aapke director ne to khali socha hai aapne visualize kiya hai aur wo bhi aap log ko lagta hai aap same page pe ho par wo shayad same na ho kyunki tere dimag mein kya chal raha hai mere dimag mein hum wo eventually 6 ghante baad bolenge ha correct correct hai you know ghar jayenge nahi my director is the same page i'll be like oh my dp is on the same page but you know huh. the, so when the actors and the physicality comes into places mm-hmm. when you get that thing and that's when you start molding and getting so for me it's i always uh, stick to my actors and see what they are doing and then mm-hmm. adapt to pick up their nuances and how you can accentuate that and how okay. you can 
do certain things. So I, I, I for me, uh, for example, in Gully Boy, which is a film that where we, you know, uh, is one of one of the films that I've done the most prep. Like Zoya is very, very, yeah. you know, uh, scheduled about mm-hmm. her prep and how she goes making mm-hmm. her film, and she gets into every little details of the look, and she mm-hmm. does the look fantastically with you know. So this is my first time working with Suzanne Zoya, and these guys yeah. have been working together as a team. Mm-hmm. So when I entered, it was a uh, I I just took back and I learned the process of how this can happen, and and that's when you now see Gully Boy. Uh, people talk about palette look, but I'm like, this is not me. This was like, the, it was so designed from day one. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, we broke down the entire script. Uh, but a lot of scenes, we were like, you know, this all depends organically. Mm-hmm. What is the space? And there's no point of being track dulling. You know, I, I also okay. like to uh, see the place and feel the mm-hmm. place. And uh, we would come and set every morning. The actors would get off their cars. They would uh, come and do rehearsal. Okay. Uh, where they come in their own. Ranveer comes. Uh-huh. Ranveer, Alia comes. Uh-huh. Alia, all whatever who comes. Yeah. And uh, they would do a first run. Uh, we would then break it down. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, that we cover so Then the actors go and change into their get into their character, change and all of that. While that time we are prepping the whole crew's prepping. Because uh-huh. once once we start, Zoya doesn't like to stop. She's like, once the okay. actors are on, then we just we uh-huh. everyone needs to know what we are doing. What's yeah. next setup? We shoot uh-huh. order. And then when the actors come back in costume and then we uh, do one more rehearsal. So all the departments know mm. what we are moving, how we are moving. So boom, no one's gone down mm. So it's silent set, minimum people. And that's when a lot of times on set I realized that we had a lot of breakdown. Karte the. Mm. Uh, and a lot of times after that, one hour of actors changing into their costume, coming back, what they would do is very different from what they yeah, did. Because yeah, yeah. Ranveer would come in the morning at 6.30, he did it like Ranveer. One hour later, Okay, he is prepared for Murad. Yeah. And when he came back as a Murad, mm-hmm. he did certain things differently. And I was like, dude, no, we have to change it. Uh-huh. We cannot okay. do those nine shots. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, let's do it one shot. And and the magic happens there. So I try to be honest to in the moment what happens. Yeah. Yes, you plan it, but I also am not very strict to my planning. Mm-hmm. I would I will change it moment I feel you know something okay. different is happening in front okay. of me. So so I treat it. I treat it to uh, that final moment, and if it or your earlier plans fit, you you move on with them. But mm. if at that instinct you feel that no, you need to change, and that's a gut feeling you get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Either you do it or you don't. Either uh-huh. that fear happens. Uh-huh. Ke mein change nahi karta, uh-huh. I'll go back to what I had planned. Uh-huh. It's safer. Uh-huh. So I think that is the fun, and that yeah. is the exciting part. So but do you think that you feel it? You go for it. Sorry, continue. Yeah. No, no, I'm, I'm done. Answering. No, I'm saying, uh, do you think that comes with the experience and uh, the amount of films For you sure. have done? For sure. In the beginning, it can be For very sure. difficult to trust your instinct more For than sure. you're planning. For sure. And for me, uh, it I, I I would totally say it only happens with experience and you always mm-hmm. grow, you know. You are not the filmmaker that you were in your last mm-hmm. film. Mm-hmm. Or you're not the filmmaker that you were yesterday. Yeah, because you're not the same person yeah, yeah, as yeah. you are, and filmmakers and the community is generally a very se- mm-hmm. seeker kind of a community. Mm-hmm. What you were yesterday, you are not today. Today, yeah. So I think uh, uh, it's same uh, uh, implies that you grow, and every experience mm-hmm. teaches you. Again, mm-hmm. as because it's a collaborative art form. Har project mein a lot of time the projects teach you more about yourself you know mm. and and that kind of starts incorporating in your work and mm. I always feel about uh, being a cinematographer it's always about you know you have to be first genuine to yourself because you have to mm. be honest to those if you're trying to recreate certain emotions you have to first feel those emotions. And and genuinely feel how it is. Even if mm. you have to create discomfort for someone, you have to feel that discomfort, discomfort within yeah. you and feel mm. feel what is that discomfort. How are you feeling? Then you try and uh, you know you put into in, into in, mm. into your work, uh, mm. and that really works. And in, in genuine mm. energy, and because everything, every one of us have experienced all of those things that we are trying to recreate. Mm. Uh, so. Uh, yeah, I feel experience for sure. And when I shot 24, and I, huh. I'm like, right now, I, I can really say, like, I'm able to block scenes very really fast. Okay. But that happened also is, uh, because, like, me and Tanai shot 24 season one. Hmm. We had shot 188 days back to back in one schedule. That, uh, okay. And yeah, that broke us, but that taught us, like, 
that made us monsters and be ready. You know, mm-hmm. we were shooting 11 pages a day. We have nice. shot one room with 20 actors, all of them talking, and you have to block cover. So that day, you know, now when I'm shooting a scene, uh-huh. I immediately start getting ideas of yes, I can, yes, I can, yes, I can. At least the basic, you know, how yeah, to block. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. That that has happened because I've spent so many days on mm-hmm. camera. Like, mm-hmm. and my operating also became better after because you've spent 188 yeah. days of creating content. Mm-hmm. So up. I was not the same DP on day one, on day one sixteenth, not on the one twentieth or one seventy fifth or one eighty eight. We constantly grew. We understood. We learned. We matured. Mm-hmm. We, uh, we our craft uh, improved and all mm-hmm. of that. So experience totally, totally helps. And I think that's why you also somewhere as filmmakers you can't be too hard on yourself about making something good. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all about making it first and making uh-huh. it genuinely. वो good बात है वो बाकी वो बाकी की बात है अब पहले अगर वो पहले से इंटेंशन तुम्हारा होगा कि मुझे कुछ जबरदस्त करना है तो समवेयर देन यू आर स्टॉपिंग योरसेल्फ टू ग्रो बिकॉज़ यू आर यू आर देयर एंड यू आर गेटिंग दैट बट देन यू वंस यू गेट देयर यू वोंट गो अबव इट बिकॉज़ आपने ये आपके लिए गुड तो ये करना कोई ये करना है सो आई थिंक या आई आई फील इट्स 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 यू हैव टू लेट गो एंड यू हैव टू आल्सो बी ओके टू Not always perform and not be able to do the best because again, as it's you are not the only one responsible. It's a collaborative yeah. art form, <laughs> so you can't blame yourself alone. Uh, mm. And uh, it's okay to have failed somewhere, you know? mm. and that failure will teach you somewhere. And uh, I think that's I think it's an ongoing process yeah. in every field. In every yeah. field, yeah. So you said that uh, uh, while shooting Gully Boy, there is a lot of preparation that went on. So let's just take a right. uh, like. Let's understand the technical part of it. Like a lot of people, I don't come from a film family, so people don't know how right. films are made. Like the layman doesn't know how right. how films are made, and they are, they think it's very easy. But there's a lot of planning and everything going on behind behind the scenes. So as a cinematographer, how do you create the visual design on paper first, and what all uh, like on paper what all happens with you, with the director? You know, so also a lot of people uh, feel that cinematographers it's all about creativity but before you get on to creating the look what all you have to go through you know what i mean so as a cinematographer you have to be a great team leader you have to be a listener you have to be an administration uh, person you have to be a logistics person you have to be a time handler there's a lot of things involved before you make those creative calls and while you're making those creative calls also those creative calls are affecting a lot of things logistics money time decisions life a lot of things you know uh-huh. so before you actually get onto the look there's a lot of other things involved also that's why all i t- tell my uh, assistants or people who come in intern i'm like start from grassroots level uh-huh. do everything uh-huh. and understand before you get to do i remember when i was uh, hunting for jobs and uh, i was meeting dps and i'd gone to sunil patel sir's house and uh, i was talking to him and he was just telling me about his experiences and because we both are from baroda so uh-huh. you know uh, we had this little hometown bonding and you know he was sharing his stories and he told me very interesting thing is like bro cinematography me according to him he says like creative kaam na wo akhri ka 30% hai lighting design look wo uske pehle 70% bahut sari cheeze karni hoti thi to get there you know to convince a producer that you need x amount of equipment or these things you know uh, to make someone visualize who is not a visualizer एंड टू कन्विंस के आपको ये टूल्स चाहिए आपका काम प्रूव करने के लिए तो उसके लिए आपको बहुत सारी but okay. that doesn't make them lesser of a director hmm. because i don't feel it's director's job to know the lensing and the yeah. camera technique that's why they've hired us hmm. if they cannot speak yeah. technically you you your their emotions out and convert technically convert them that's hmm. why your skill as a yeah, artist yeah, yeah. technician everything comes in hmm. you if you if sab tumko bataya ja raha tum wahi kar rahe ho to fir aap kya kar rahe ho ha so i work with both so in with, when you work with zoya she is very very uh, aware of her hmm. uh, uh film uh, technical process also and okay. she is a great director because she makes a great team and she is involved with everyone she is very approachable you can go anyone can come up to her and give ideas or whatever uh-huh. so when the for me and every day like anurag is very different rakesh sir is very different abhinay is very different mm-hmm. so as a dp 
यू हैव टू कॉन्स्टेंटली चेंज योर प्रोसेस योर प्रोसेस के नॉट बी वन कि मैं ऐसे प्रेप करता हूँ तो मैं ऐसी हर फिल्म प्रेप करूंगा वो नहीं हो पाएगा बिकॉज यू हैव टू अकोमोडेट अकॉर्डिंग टू द डायरेक्टर्स इनपुट कहा से आपको क्या मिल रहा है कहीं से आपको बहुत मिलेगा कहीं से आपको कुछ नहीं मिलेगा बट आपको देना दोनों में उतना ही है यू हैव टू परफॉर्म इन बोथ यू के नॉट से आई डिड नॉट गिव सो मच और आई कुड नॉट create or i could not do it because i did not get certain information okay the information the director has trusted you and given you a project huh. that means they have somewhere trusted you that you understand and that's hmm. why for me always is about spending the time with the director and having that comfort hmm. if i cannot sit with the person in a room for 20 minutes either talking films not talking films or being silent then hmm. i do not think i can create and we fight yes. i have fought with my directors we cry we 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 fight we cry we split but mm. that is necessary because you need someone to push you push, and you also yeah. have to be pushing mm. moment you get into a comfortable zone and you start doing the same things mm. and and that's when you are doing what you do how are you mm. growing yeah. and to grow you also have to go out of your comfort zone and also you have to learn to accept that can or mm. okay yeah yeah so that's that's how i think the collaboration happens and that's when mm. you have to be very and sometimes you have to also be manipulative ke main agar ye scene mein sun leta hu un logo ki ya puri jo logistics ki kyunki mujhe pata hai aaj se 4 din baad mere ko chahiye ek scene mein kuch to main aaj ye inko dunga wahan chadunga so when you doing bigger projects it's a lot lot of that design so when you designing you have to design logistics also where you need what where i can compromise mm-hmm. where i know my film needs and i need all of that so as a filmmaker it's a very wholesome cinematographer mm-hmm. and a film with a very wholesome process you mm-hmm. yourself know it and it's very difficult to very yeah. uh, like people ask me aapka process kya hai to i'm like it's very difficult to chart it down hmm. because aapka, it differs every mera process yeah. ha mera mera simple process hai ki pehle know your director in hmm. and out personally hmm. my my director know about my personal life also hmm. क्या मैसअप हुआ मैं तो कभी डिप्रेशन होता तो मैं फोन कर लेता हूँ नहीं हो पा रहा है ये क्या राकेश सर के साथ मैं जोया के साथ राकेश सर राकेश मैं पर्सनल लाइफ डिस्कस होता तो उनके साथ डिस्कस होता है बिकॉज यू नीड टू बी एबल टू हैबल टू ब्रेक थ्रू मोर देन योर सिनेमाटोग्राफर सेल्फ टू द डायरेक्टर यू हैव टू बीबल इट्स अ वेरी स्ट्रॉन्ग कॉम्बिनेशन एंड रिलेशनशिप दैट रियली मेक्स एंड ब्रेक्स द फिल्म आई हैव सीन प्रोजेक्ट वेर जीरो इक्वेशन एंड यू सी दोजेक्ट एड्स एक्सपीरियंस Where there is absolute zero connect, but and then okay, the, the product true. suffers from. Okay. You know? I, so in film, I, I I do not like to do that. So I make mm. sure that I work with people who I can be able to openly have a conversation mm. where there is space for argument, where there is space for hatred, where there is mm. space for love, where there is space for for denial, where there is space for collaboration. Yeah. You know, okay. I do not like huh. this. I want I want someone to be like this. So mm-hmm. then we can keep taking step, step. over each other. Yeah, अगर yeah, yeah. पहले से अगर आपने मेरे को बोल दे कि मैं आपको चांस दे रहा हूँ मुझे चांस नहीं चाहिए. हाँ. You know that then the then you know there I feel the creativity there itself is restricted. Nice. Up yeah. where will you go out of the box? आपको अगर already mm-hmm. बोल दिया कि आपको ये चार ये चार दीवार के अंदर ही आपको रहना है तो फिर तो फिर आप ही कर लो ना फिर आप you know. So I think everyone has to make their own process. I think everyone has to make their own process. And uh, for an advice for a cinematographer, which uh, I, to be honest, I have learned very late in my life. Uh, I'm still learning. I'm still very really bad at it. Is be a good listener. Okay. Yeah. Hmm, Just very... listen. Hmm. You know. Uh, yeah. Just be a good hmm. listener. Which I'm learning now. I learned uh, a good way, bad way, but I luckily, thankfully, lovely directors who. Who mentored me? Meet Anurag, Abhinay, Zoya, Rakesh. Every director from yeah. ads to met. Luckily, I work with really good people, uh, and who have been really patient. I was I'm a slightly hyper child, mm-hmm. uh, but now I'm calming down. And uh, but yeah, be a good listener. Uh, and I think yeah, that, that quality in life only just can yeah. change the quality of your life. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, okay, so. to the core cinematographer is a person who converts director's vision into a visual form right correct like at the core so at the basic yeah at the basic yeah so what i am what i want to know is that uh, behind every shot every frame as we started the podcast like every frame that you said that there must be something in your head why is this looking a certain way a philosophy uh, an idea a story you want to tell behind every yes. frame yeah yes so uh, yes. Tell us about 
a particular scene we can take a particular scene and talk about that what is the philosophy behind the camera moves the lensing and uh, the angle or the magnification of the character anything for example for yeah. example what I, the story i told you about the blocking on gully boy so this is one of the best huh. examples i have is uh, there's this scene where uh, murad's father uh, huh. murad's father's second wife is watching his video yeah, yeah. and he says she says ke mujhe nahi pata tha murad gaata bhi hai huh, huh, huh. and vijay snatches the huh. phone, phone. comes out and the whole ruckus happens yeah, and yeah, yeah. confrontation happens and what the fuck are you doing he slaps the yeah uh, he sits down the mother comes and mm-hmm. the, the the new wife comes and whispers something and the mother saying what the fuck did she say <laughs> so that was the scene exactly sare che baje rehearsal hua humne blocking kari no shot ni blocking with you usme okay aur mm-hmm. uh blocking ho gayi hum sab ready hai murad urad aa gaye aur wo costume wala final rehearsal before we start taking work okay we will brush up kya kya is well that was well as possible now this is her process which is beautiful which i now imply on my ad i shot yesterday we did that okay which is stunning nice and which broke down my storytelling very easily which helped uh, so hmm. uh, i unlog ne ek run kiya aur maine wo run dekha aur maine bola zoya ha this has to be one shot ha it just felt i'm hmm. like i do not want to break the moment what did and that is what they did jo subah wo log kar rahe the ranveer hmm. vijay अमृता वो बाद में आके मुराद मुराद का बाप मुराद की माँ दे प्लेड इट दैट्स आई वाज लाइक जोया भी एंड जो आई वेंट टू जोया एम लाइक कैन वी प्लीज डू दिस वन शॉट एंड सी लाइक गुजा वी कैन नॉट चेंज इट नाउ आई हैव ऑलरेडी एडिटेड द नाइन शॉट्स इन माय थिंग आई हैव एडिटेड द सीन Hmm. I'm more than happy hmm. to see if it works. I'll go ahead. Yeah. So that was her willingness, but she's okay. like too up, too risky. Huh. Now I'm standing there with Ranveer and Vijay Israel. Kis, both talking. I'm going, sir, that one more do it. And Vijay is like, why? Huh. I'm like, sir, I'm going to do a camera. No, one more camera. I'm going to do something. I want to try something. Huh. And they were kind enough, and they did one rehearsal, and I showed hmm. Zoya the one single move, and she's like, we're doing this shot. Huh. It took us 14 takes. We got that, and it works so well in the film. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. why it works for me because that moment is such. The edit, I mean, I felt that moment chali jati. Mm-hmm. I did not want to break that. Mm-hmm. From the time he gets the information mm-hmm. to come in, he gives his lowdown, mm-hmm. and that's a very important change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that is where later in the film, because huh. I knew the script later in the film, he tells hmm. his father that you know, कोई और बताएगा क्या मेरा तकदीर क्या है या you know that scene. Yeah, 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 yeah. No one else can tell me what is my dream. And this scene, I this I seen. This is the scene where the dialogue that he says later hmm. is where he thought in his head. Yeah, yeah. Murad ने सोच लिया कि अब मेरी तकदीर मैं लिखूँगा. वो झापट के बाद में. So I did not want to break it and go. Okay, mother reaction, father reaction, cut to this reaction. I was like, let's play it in one. So we rehearse, block the thing in a way where the camera moves. Mother comes, and the hmm. mother is always in the OTS. Hmm. Then she, then the these exit. He sits. I sit down with him, hmm. and then she whispers, saying, "Kya boli rego?" Huh. That's when you see the mother. Yeah. And her intent also saying, you know, what is, uh-huh. you know. Uh-huh. So that I feel, I think I really felt proud hmm. of myself uh, <laughs> after that moment. I was like, you know, this is, and it really yeah. worked. I really love that scene. Take two days. Yeah, two days. I love that scene. So yeah. I I really feel uh, so these are the things that happen magically on set you know what mm. I mean like uh, and this is where you have to be honest to sometimes what your gut says sometimes yeah. you pehla aata na you just do it huh. thoda risk le lo huh. don't play safe i think thoda risk lena chahiye hmm. and uh, also dps have to learn to agar wo risk mein aap fail ho gaye na but still have the talent of being confident convince them and i somewhere i've over the years of experience i've got this Think I'm able to convince directors. Yeah. Go the other way. At least try. <laughs> But at the same point of time, when you're trying something, you have to be equally confident. Hmm. You, yeah, yeah. So if you risk, take it. Go ahead. Go. What will happen? Nice. One two hours scene. If one two hours scene, lo, then six seven eight lakh. I'll get a call. Producer will phone me. Then we'll see. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, this is like a very great approach as an artist, but sometimes this can get you in tr- in trouble. But you're fine with that. It does. It's worth it. No, it doesn't. See, so no, but that's when I say, as an artist, you have to also equally be a businessman, not yeah. a cinematographer as well, hmm. because you are controlling time, money, people. मेरे मेरे अंदर लोग काम करते हैं, मैं तो खाली सोचता हूँ. अब वो लोग करते हैं. अब आपको उनसे करवाना है. And also on a set. Uh, a first edit comes and your decision can 
win or lose. So that is when mm-hmm. someone says, when an AD comes in, shall we shift this scene? Can I move that? Move? So you constantly on yeah. that particular moment in five minutes have to think, if this backfired, this backfired, that backfired, my actors did, that actors did, logic, time, lighting, scene, hmm. can I pull it off? How am I? Hmm. All of that you have to comprise in five minutes and say yes or no. Yeah. Sometimes the yes works wonderfully. Hmm. If it doesn't work, no, no one's going to hang you because hmm. everyone knows, you know. Hmm. Because it, And again, that's the equation that you have with the crew. If your crew hmm. trusts you and sometimes you make mistakes, everyone makes mistakes. Yeah. And I have learned over the period of time is not to hide those mistakes, rather confess that hmm. I have made a mistake. Mm-hmm. And then everyone comes together and they work together to rectify it. And that's yeah, what yeah. the film proves about. And that's uh-huh. how they become families. Because yeah. eventually, tera, tera hai. Uh-huh. Tera level hai. Uh-huh. ego level. Hai. When uh-huh. it comes to the film, they all get together and they yeah. save me. But so, you know what, what you so, said, like in five minutes, you have to think about in that situation, like not every time you have the time and the light and everything. So how do you manage as the DP? Because lighting is... Because I the... Sorry. Yeah. At that point of time, I only don't prioritize my work. I mm. prioritize what the story requires. Okay. What is the need? Yeah, you have to also understand the AD's logistics. You have to understand the actor's date. You have to understand the actor's date. So you cannot be so staunch. You cannot always be like me. That's why I don't like, even like, I don't give my actor's mark. I've never hmm. given my actor's mark. Hmm. So my focus puller has a tough time. Like, yeah. karte ho, piche aate ho, hmm. I'm like, you focus puller, figure it out. Hmm. I don't like to give my actor's mark because then, the, the, no, you can't be so, I don't hmm. like to be, uh, like, people, yeah. like, it's your process. So my process hmm. is, I cannot be so strong. So I'll, sometimes hmm. you have to let go. Sometimes hmm. you have to compromise on a scene, but hmm. you feel bad, you go home, you have a beer, like, hate everyone. <laughs> But then you, you have to get over it. I've learned that I'll, I've now learned to get over it faster. I get yeah. disappointed uh-huh. when things don't go my way. Hmm. But I've learned to get over it faster and find a technique and find a solution. Problem to aane wale. Filmmakers ki life mein problem ke alawa kuch nahi. Aapko jo chahiye aur aapne jo saath din ke prep mein jo socha tha wo shooting mein nahi hone wala. To aap swikar lo agar wo jitna jaldi swikar hoga and you're able to create that is where your training starts. Because this is the process. So that's when you have a skill set. So you have to understand your skill set, your capacity, your team's capacity, how much you can push, not push, and achieve and not achieve. So to your you have to be genuine to yourself. If you're trying to impress someone and take a decision, then you are fucked. Because if you're trying to impress it, you are fucked. As compared to be very honest, but there is a thin line, then you say. You take that risk and hmm. then you push yourself and your team. Hmm. And that's when the bonding also happens. That's yeah. when you, you, you understand, you know. Hmm. So I think those crisis situation makes us better humans and better filmmakers. <laughs> and also, uh, it's okay to fail. We, can, hmm. we can't be too hard always uh-huh. to uh, please everyone. Hmm. You know? yeah. Sometimes you please people, sometimes you please yourself and sometimes you just let go. Hmm. And I think this, again, all of this comes with experience. Yeah. More time you spend. And again, uh, you'll only become better if you f- have failed enough. You know what hmm. I mean for me? <laughs> but, otherwise, how would you know? How yeah. would you know not what not to do? Mm-hmm. How would you know in your next project decision hmm. Because in the past, you've done something and you've backfired. Things have backfired. So those backfiring is very important for you to understand hmm. and gauge the situation and yeah. somewhere or the other thoda fit, then it's as I said you, you have to listen to your heart your, your own mm-hmm. self so always I think uh, uh, in these fields uh, when you're on field you have to have a lot of self-trust yeah. again that's a self mm-hmm. work that you have to do because if you are confident people are listening to you people are looking at you yeah. will become will confident, confident yeah. if you sound thoda loose you have to do like I have to huh. stand up on tables and give speeches to my team sometimes. And you see it charges them up. It charges yeah. them up and they push, they push and 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 when you achieve and when you're on the other side, that hmm. just joy at the end of when hmm. it's rap and when you know you've you've pulled off a yeah. a good deed and when someone uh-huh. comes and says, Guys, good one, it just is like Oof. it's the best feeling. <laughs> yeah. So uh, uh, this whole team thing, we see that on your Instagram. The other part is 
working with different directors like let's talk about gully boy and raman raghav both of them are right. in a similar kind of setting two very different directors right. two very different productions right. how different was it like right. to shoot gully boy Ex- and to shoot uh, raman raghav like let's try understanding that raman raghav was my first film so i was yeah. shitting in my pants <laughs> gully boy was my first big production mm. so i was shitting in my pants <laughs> first i shot 6 years back then i shot after 6 years no but uh, again so i think yeah as you said the setup in terms of the uh, demography of the film the geographical mm. conditions were same of, mm. of of the film uh, the production scale was completely different raman raga we shot in 20 days huh. anurag sir was very clear when he offered me the film is like we 20 din mein karenge i'm like but itna strict rule kya hai like ye 20 din mein film khatam hogi and uh, So yeah, when you have twenty days, when you have eighty days itself, you know the budgets involved. Mm. But that doesn't mean that the quality of your work has changed. You have mm. to still deliver. Mm. In oh. Gully Boy, uh, sorry, in Glaman Raghav, uh, we shot a lot of Gorilla. My first film, yeah. uh, Anurag gave me a lot of freedom. So I did a lot of things by myself, and I took a lot of things from where we were shooting. We shot the entire film on real locations. Mm. So every time I would go, and because of the restriction of time and the content we had to cover in a day. I did not be very strict about. I want to do this. Rather, I said went into every location as per the time. What is the location giving me, okay. and then enhance that in terms of my lighting. Uh-huh. So I moved that way because that was the process. We had to move yeah. faster, gorilla, uh, lesser budgets. Mm-hmm. So that was it. Uh, and we created a visual language. And because this is also my first feature film, so me and my team, the same team that Galdeep Galibai was on Raman Raghav. So uh, uh, yeah. The, that was the process there uh, gully boy was again recreating that when i remember when i got gully boy and i read the script i totally uh, i in fact uh, i was in delhi shooting made in heaven when the script came to me uh, and I, i had to read the script in a day and say yes or no mm-hmm. uh, and then i uh, understood the scale of the film and uh, when i read the script i realized that i have to treat the film the same way I Treated Raman Raghav, you know. I cannot get overwhelmed with, you know, the credentials of Ranveer, uh-huh. Alia, Zoya, uh-huh. and because the way the story was, because I, I, I that's what me and Zoya discussed. Like, I mean, you know, the story is so real, and every Indian who either many of live and have experienced that state uh-huh. of life and poverty, or or even the richest have experienced and they have visually seen. Uh-huh. Like, they're so numb. We sit in our Q sevens. I don't have one, but I'm saying when I'm saying we, I'm like generally. We sit in our cars, and we are at a road junction, and we see a naked baby strolling, and we are just so numb to that visual. So we both see that. So I'm like, no, we have to be very honest to the visual. If we try to glamorize this life and all, it will fall flat on its face. So for me, the biggest uh, uh, struggle for Galiba was to keep it as real and not. think of the credentials the actors and yeah. the production and the director came with you know this mm-hmm. massive and just mm-hmm. to know ke understand ke bhai ye itni badi budget ki film hai so mm-hmm. i was like i cannot let all of that get affected to me yeah. i need to know what the film requires uh-huh. so uh, yeah and then we so i shot galiba exactly like raman raghav the way i shot nice. with my team and my process uh-huh. and the breaking down of the scene mm-hmm. it's just that because we were bigger team bigger production we had a process and you know okay. certain Ways to do like in hmm. Raman Raga, we just uh, me and Anurag and uh, Nawaz would just jump into a gully without no one, and we'll shoot a scene and come back. Here oh, we nice. had to go legally take permission. Yeah, the yeah. process was different, hmm. so the production process was different because of the scale. But I think this uh, my treatment to both, I try to hmm. keep it same, mm-hmm. and thank God I did that. I think yeah. you, you have to be you, you cannot get overwhelmed with uh, the the scale you work because a lot yeah. of time it can be. कोई स्ट्रेस तो है कि तू अगर 50 करोड़ की फिल्म कर रहा है तो अगर कल उठ के भाई ये नहीं हुआ या तुम्हें 10 दिन में इफ यू गोना गेट रिप्लेस्ड योर करियर इज ओवर नो वन इज गोना गिव यू अगेन बट दैट दैट डजंट मीन दैट यू ट्राई इन दैट प्रोसेस इट्स वेरी इजी टू स्टार्ट डूइंग थिंग्स टू फैंसी पीपल और गेट द एप्रिसिएशन और टू सेटिस्फाई पीपल दैट इज वेरी यू टू से आई डू नॉट वांट टू लिसन टू दिस नॉइस एंड व्हाट डज द फिल्म रिक्वायर व्हाट डू आई हियर आउट ऑफ इट या so i think when you work with bigger productions that is a little fear you have yeah mm. and that is a thing you have to tackle you can't take the pressure yeah, and yeah. not and not let pressure to aane wala hai but not let the pro- pressure affect your creative process mm. 
that's how you have to differentiate yes. between the artist and the admin and all hmm. of that okay so again about different directors i know you answered this question in a way but the last question is basically like uh, as a dop you work with bunch of you always work with different different directors so as an artist yes. what is your personal voice in the films you shoot because every director comes with a uh, different aesthetic as, sense as an artist yeah as an artist uh, you try to uh, stick to the director's aesthetics but i try and bring the director to my aesthetics if i can okay. nice uh i just do that yeah. <laughs> i find a way okay. i figure it out actually okay. I, i have the talent i kind of convince my directors and again see the thing is that agar if you're doing something which has which what you're doing is doing the job then hmm. the director would never mind it okay because eventually the director also wants to say a story so agar aap jo kar rahe ho usse wo nikal raha hai so i that's what i said i try and experience if i'm for example i have to emote certain way so i try and see hmm. where in my life have i experienced that hmm. okay for example guilt wala kuch hai to aap sab hum sab ne guilt kiya hai hmm. film mein hum sabko guilt hua hai hmm. we have experienced all emotions yeah. as a human being yeah yeah and even if you're 21 or 56 hmm. wo emotion ki sari range yeah. aapne ho chuki hai yeah so i try and i try and place even in my life i have had certain experience that i felt So hmm. I try to first get that experience, then put the film experience into, you know. So I I make hmm. it very personal. For me, hmm. it's very very personal. personal. So I like to feel that discomfort, and that hmm. happens, bro. I've shot scenes uh, where I break down. I've broken down on camera in a in Made in Heaven when Arjun Mathur was doing that scene with his father hmm. uh, after he comes back after a night of cop brutal, and then the father stands up to hmm. him saying, "It's okay, you're gay." And mother is going hmm. mental. that scene was very heavy uh, with alia breakdown uh, scene with ranveer when she was shooting that mm. she broke down i broke down on camera because when you again with the dpl you are very yeah, close yeah. to the actors and yeah, that yeah. Ener- energy state mm. and the energies you make also goes to the actors mm-hmm. so you have to feel certain emotions when you're creating them mm. you know when they when is there, there is sorrow somewhere you have to feel that sorrow and create that moment mm-hmm. and it's beautiful you know that i don't know how to explain it in words mm-hmm. i'm sure you know when, as a yeah, filmmaker yeah, yeah. Hota hai when you're doing uh-huh. that, you know, like I remember in Tufan, I shot one scene and it was a montage and it was just, you know, like a death sequence and hmm. it was heavy, man. The six oh. hours were nasty. Hmm. You know, I've shot in uh, orphanages and yeah. it was, yeah. Sometimes the places make you feel and and it's okay. Sometimes you have to you have to feel that emotion hmm. yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like for example, when I was shooting Ghoul. Huh. 40 30 days uh, every time i would come back home i was it was just very gloomy because we were in that atmosphere all day mm. long shooting it would just be very sad i was and uh, i that's why when i'm doing one feature film i avoid doing anything in between mm-hmm. because i you have to, you have to stay in their characters you have to feel them uh, and if you don't feel him how are you going to try and make anyone else feel nice. you know what i mean so yeah. i enjoy that so i kind of enjoy that okay uh, that's also a very important part of the process mm-hmm. So I guess I guess that's a great note to end at. That how personal you make a film, like like an actor. You said that you have yeah. to stay in the character of that particular film. So on that note, thank you so yeah. much for joining us, sir. I think we have like thank I you. personally learned a lot, and it was a best one of the fun, most fun chat we I have had till now. So thank you so much for doing this. Thank you, man. Yeah, I, I'm glad you uh, invited me, and I hope uh, this this blog, uh, podcast does help someone and. Uh, Uh, filmmakers, I always want to keep saying this that all to all young filmmakers, I keep getting a lot of Instagram messages, and I cannot reply to everyone. I cannot mm-hmm. hire everyone, but to every young filmmaker out there is like uh, just just uh, uh, you know raise your voice, say what you have to say. Yeah. Uh, be bold, be strong, be confident. Uh, uh, don't try to impress anyone, and it does take a lot of hard work, and it does take a lot of failure and rejection. Mm-hmm. Uh, only if you. F- have experienced all of that is when you will be able to understand and experience the love you will get mm-hmm. so go through all of it feel every emotion in your life go through the tough the good the bad the worst the great times feel it understand how it makes you feel because mm-hmm. all of these feelings will help you in future yeah to help many others feel and express yourself you know mm-hmm. and It is very true that a lot of filmmakers are not very expressive in their lives, hmm. and hence they choose this medium yeah, yeah, to express. Yeah. 
Yeah. So be honest to that. If you're not expressing in real life, it's okay. But you can express all of that you're feeling in your films, in your work. Mm-hmm. And when you are doing that, be bold about it and be very honest to yourself and be extremely genuine to yourself. And uh, yeah, don't be hard on yourself. Enjoy the process. Yeah. Enjoy the filmmaking. Don't worry about doing good or bad. Awards is not the end of the world. Mm. Awards is just business. They are just given for business. Uh-huh. You know, the best award is when you go on a set or go and create a piece mm. of work and you've enjoyed it. That's the best award you'll get. Yeah. And criticism is also a great award. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. That's great. It's, I, I'm sure a lot of people learned a lot of things. And thank you so much once again for doing this. I had a lot of fun. I hope you had fun on this. Doing I, this. Had a, I had a great time. I had a great time.